go. Hey, Scullies. This is Out of Our Skull, episode number six. Uh, I am Mia Candice. I am CJ. And we are here for another episode of the uh, left-leaning political podcast out of North Carolina. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So, you know, if you're not left-leaning or if you just want to bitch, you can listen to us. Yes, I do welcome a debate. <laughs> yeah. So bring it on. Bring it on. Yes. Indeed. Tell us we're just precious little snowflakes. That started in Avalanche. <laughs> Um, well, last episode I said we would talk about some local news next time, so we're going to start off with that. Uh, the North Carolina farmers have been, there's been a call put out for them to start growing hemp. Which is good. Um, this isn't marijuana. Marijuana is currently not legal in North Carolina. This is hemp. No cannabis. No. This is stuff you don't smoke. You'd need um, I think they estimated you would actually need a joint the size of a telephone pole to get stoned off of hemp. <laughs> Don't smoke that. You'll die. Um, but hemp is... You will light yourself on fire. <laughs> uh, this is industrial hemp. Yeah, it's industrial the same hemp. genus as cannabis, uh, but and their plants look identical. But um, the farmers are going to grow it, harvest, and market it while state agents are going to test it. To test sure the soil, um, test its resistance to insects, test the cultivation equipment, and make sure it does not have THC. Yeah. So they're going to make sure it's not the bad or the the good <laughs> kind. Of. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends it's, on how it's you all look good. At it. No, right, hemp right. is great. <clears throat> hemp used to be grown in America when we first became America. It was a predominant crop. Because yeah. it has so many industrial uses. Well, then it, it, it took it until 2014 to actually decriminalize for, right. growing hemp. Yeah. Not stuff you smoke. <laughs> stuff you actually make cloth and rope and other... Food, fuel, paint, yeah. paper, particle board, plastics, you seeds, seed seeds. meal, seed oil. It's all recyclable material. Mm -hmm. It's really a great crop. It's, um, And I know a lot of farmers here are looking for a crop since... Tobacco is no longer the, the main industry for farmers in North mm -hmm. Carolina. Yeah, so we, there's a lot of fertile farmland in North Carolina that um, we, they want to start testing to see if hemp is going to be a sustainable um, product and out I do, of the state. Yeah, I do know there was a, a study, and I have to look it up, but a lot of those farmers that <clears throat> were growing tobacco went to organics because that made them kind of the same amount of money. Oh, yeah. So, you know, selling your organic material. And, th and this would be a perfect crop for those farmers that were growing tobacco. So, bravo, North Carolina. Yeah. Now uh, let's just legalize cannabis. <laughs> well, let's not get too crazy. Seriously. Not because, you know, I want to smoke it, but because if I can drink gin, I don't know why some guy can't smoke a joint. Right. Nobody really overdoses on it. So, no. I mean, what's, what's the problem? Um, let's let, our, let the farmers know how... To go ahead and and apply for it um, interested North Carolina farmers must apply for a license from the state's industrial hemp commission state agricultural agents uh, will monitor it through the THC and their growers will have to report each acre in the state giving precise locations and GPS technology so if you are a farmer if you know a farmer in North Carolina and they'd be interested in using their crops for this purpose, let them know to contact the Industrial Hemp Commission. Yeah. 
do it. It's a good crop. It really is. Mm-hmm. And and sell your wares at a at a pop up or something. I I see, um, hemp necklaces and mm-hmm. hemp blouses and skirts and all that kind of shit uh, that are imported here and sold. Yeah, because it's legal to grow it everywhere yeah. else. <laughs> well, Virginia, it's not. But Virginia is the closest I meant state outside to us. of United. I meant outside of the United States. Oh yeah, it is. Out, yeah, outside yeah, of the point. United States, yes. it's, it's legal. It's it's an actual. In thirty nations, they grow it. Yeah. Um, it's a very money-making crop for outside nations. I'm not yeah. quite sure why we would not want to to make money for us. Let's get let's get some money back. We we're losing some funds. Yeah, this is a good way to bring some back. Speaking of losing funds, um, Pat McCrory, our, our former North Carolina governor, I'm vaguely familiar with that name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He uh, was on. A, he had an interview with an evangelical Christian podcast called World. Um, you know, I don't know them. I'm not familiar with their work. I'm, I'm not familiar with their work either. But uh, dear old Pat says he's having a really tough time finding a job after being defeated in last year's gubernatorial race. Um, you know, he was a one-term governor, and he says that you know the failed anti-LGBTQ bathroom bill known as HB2 is the cause of his unemployment. In McCrory's words. The bill has impacted me to this day. Even after I left office, people are reluctant to hire me because, oh my gosh, he's a bigot, which is the last thing I am. No, it's the first thing you are. I'm sorry. Yeah, but other people are still being affected by it. I go to the YMCA and I see the fucking signs on the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, And he says that it's unfair to purge people due to their political thought. (laughs) It wasn't political thought, dear. You created a law. That, that goes well beyond, gee, I think this. That goes into, I'm going to make you think this as well. Or I'm going to force you into my life. I, I hope he loses all his money. Um, yeah. He says he's been able to cobble together some income by doing consulting work. And appearing on podcasts, because apparently they pay so much. Where is our paycheck? Um, <laughs> the North, North, North Carolina Democratic Party was not falling for this sob story, however. They released a statement saying North Carolina has already lost hundreds of millions of dollars in economic activity and thousands of jobs as a direct result of HB2. But I guess we can start adding Governor McCrory's career to that total as well. So you're in good company with all the people that you lost jobs for and all the money we lost in the state because of you. So cry me a river, Pat. Yeah, maybe he should try in another state. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) You can move to Iowa, where Representative Stephen King lives, so I'm sure he'll have you. <laughs> well, another thing about North Carolina is, as far as the new uh, governor goes, Roy Cooper, um, text messages and the press is another topic. Um, Roy Cooper is for allowing the the press to use text messages that are from phones issued to office holders. Uh, number one to communicate so the press can directly text office holders and and communicate and interview that way Mm -hmm. and then secondly to gain insight on communications that are happening between each other between from one office holder to another Um, uh, texts are public record but right now it's it's still hard to obtain them Um, you pretty much have to cooperate 
with with the press if they're going to get the information because the major cell phone <coughs> companies Verizon and I'm not sure what the other one is. Uh, there were two that were tried to um, obtain information, and they said you're going to have to get a subpoena. Well, as long as it's a as long as it's a state phone, if they're using the the phone issued to them as part of their job, then yeah, that it's 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 public. That should record. be public record. That should be public record. Yeah, we're not talking their private phones. No, um, exactly. Um, they can text their girlfriends or their wives or their boyfriends. Um, <laughs> as long as it's not on their work phone. <laughs> but if it's on their work phone. Um, I'm kind of of two minds about this. It's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, we live in a social media world now. Right. <clears throat> you have a president that speaks predominantly through Twitter. And um, so this needs to be taken seriously. But at the same token, as far as interviews are concerned, I, nothing beats sitting down and actually talking to a person there's a lot that can be mixed when missed when you're texting. That is absolutely true. Major, mainly inflection of voice or, you know, I can make a snide little comment in a text and somebody can take it completely the wrong way because they think I'm serious. Yeah. Because they're not looking at me mm -hmm. make my snide little comment face. So, <laughs> so yeah. We're going to start seeing minds. emojis in, yeah. these, in these newspaper articles. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Pat McCrory said, "Pile of poo." Well, the the govern the emails the uh, they have to be subjected to a line of executive yeah. orders requiring them to be archived for at least five years. Text messages are not, yeah, they're not subjected to the same scrutiny. So there is more danger there. Yeah, um, and, I, and I totally agree. If they're using their their public phone or their business phone, then yeah, we should be logging those text messages because that's you know technically our phone because we pay for that. What about these new apps that are coming out? Like um, uh, the Trump administration is saying that they've they've used uh, what app is it that they used? Confide. Confide to yeah. communicate. <laughs> um, to send text message like notes, but but they're not subject subject to federal record retention policy so it's kind of like snapchat for texting there's no really way to archive these yeah and there's there's that's just one there's also group me and whatsapp um well they should not be using those i mean they shouldn't yeah that's basically you know we live in an age now where it's not deep throat meeting in a garage with you know <laughs> it's it's actual you said that on steak and a bj day <laughs> it's a little bit of a different meaning <laughs> <laughs> that was his code name. <laughs> Talking about text messages being taken out of context. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was his code name. Um, we don't have that anymore. You don't. You don't have to meet clandestinely. You can just text somebody and say, "Hey, got this for you." Attachment. Boom. Um, and no, there should not be any work around it. Around. There's already so much work around in this administration anyway. Oh, there's going to with... be more apps, I think. They're going <coughs> to come out, you know. Yeah. Especially with the WikiLeaks, and we'll talk about that yeah. coming up. Mm. Um, but yeah, here's, use our app to communicate with your friends and family, and this is not traceable. Um, 
episode. Sorry, excuse me. Not traceable by the CIA or by right. your local government or your federal government. I can see why certain paranoid people would immediately put that on their phone, thinking that their phone is recording everything they say, and Alexa is, is sending secret messages to the CIA, and their microwave is taking pictures of them. So I'm sure they'll put an app on everything, but it should not be on government-issue phones. <laughs> I mean, if you personally want to put this app on your phone to keep the world, you know, the, the clandestine government and their black helicopters from reading your text to your mom that you're going to be 15 minutes late, then that's fine. But <laughs> the president of the United States should not have this on his, his publicly given phone. All right. All right. You're a tough, tough cookie to crack there. Um. <laughs> In 2014, the Charlotte Observer and the News and Observer of Raleigh report that Pat McCrory had personally intervened to help a key campaign donor hold onto a prison maintenance contract and illustrate that at least some of the governor's advisors had objected. That was via text, too. Yeah. So it's, it's working. It is working to help uh, keep our office holders honest, like the alternative press right that's why they started doing it so uh, but yeah there's definitely going to be some sticky situations too <clears throat> um, since we're talking about recording and stuff yeah so <laughs> claim trump claimed that <laughs> that obama I can't, I can't was wiretapping him during the um the election the election <laughs> again get over it Get uh, over won. the you election. Why is he still bitching about how he was mistreated during the election? Could it maybe be that he's just <coughs> giving the media is... something to focus on while some other shitty, shady shit goes on? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I also think he is very much a projector. Anything <laughs> that he has done personally, he just projects on somebody yeah. else. So I'm wondering who he wiretapped during the election. Uh, oh, um, Clinton. Oh, yeah. Um, Ask Russia to wiretap her, for fuck's sake. So this is getting pretty serious, though. The Justice Department is requesting more time to respond to a congressional inquiry into Trump's unproven assertion that he was wiretapped by Obama. And Trump tweeted earlier this month uh, that President Barack Obama had ordered him to be wiretapped. He presented no evidence, and the former intelligence director said, last week that the claim was false yeah and of course sean spicer came out with his eye little, roll yeah eye roll unfortunately it was not melissa mccarthy it was actually sean spicer <laughs> and and proclaimed that when he said wiretapping he didn't mean wiretapping oh um, okay yeah, and then that he didn't sense. mean that that obama himself did it he just ordered it good job spicer and when somebody asked him you know how can we take things should we take things that the president says seriously? His response was, well, if he's not joking, yes. What is there like a red light, green light above Trump's head that, you know, green light, believe this, red light, he's joking. Um, this wasn't a joke. It was one of his 3 a.m. rants because he's coked up and he can't sleep. Yep. Um, and, but now we're spending right. tax money and... To look into this. Right. Which is stupid. Um, and they could resort, the House could resort to subpoenaing the Justice Department if it fails to satisfy this request of, of investigating Trump's wiretapping accusation. Benghazi all over again. Let's just spend seven years 
investigating, 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 and not, not turning up years. one damn thing. Just until the 20th. The committee now has until March 20th when it holds its first public hearing on its investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. I'm happy to know that there is going to be an investigation into the Russian interference. Russian interference, yeah. I am concerned about um, there's how too, deep they're going to go. Yeah, there's way too many of, of Trump's insiders. Exactly, they could just, you know, yeah, flip have, through some pages. Oh, no, 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 everything's top, yeah. top of the line here. Way too many of these insiders have have Russian connections. Um, Jeff Sessions lied under oath and didn't even have to because he wasn't even answering the question asked. It was weird, but completely lied under oath about meeting with Russians during the election. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Kellyanne Conway got on <laughs> television. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a direct quote from her. There was an article this week that talked about how you can surveil someone through their phones, certainly through their television sets. Any number of different ways, and microwaves that can turn into cameras. Um, then she later, because she was ridiculed heavily for this. Yeah. She later <laughs> appeared on multiple morning shows and fielded questions about her microwave-related remark, asserting she did not intend to insinuate that Obama had ordered such technologies be used to monitor Trump. What kills but me? she didn't she, dispel <laughs> the fact that your, your microwave can't take pictures of you people. It can't. I am loving the memes that come out of this. Yeah. I've seen the woman with the selfie stick and it's at the end of the <laughs> selfie stick is a microwave and I've seen the buttons on the microwave, popcorn, yeah. pizza, espionage. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's thank you. Thank you for that, Kelly. Thank you. And yeah. You give me some good laughs. You are a comedy genius. <laughs> <laughs> and she is doing her job by keeping people uh, distracted, keeping, keeping people distracted by yeah. what's really going on. Sitting on couches and talking about microwaves. Yeah. <laughs> so what's really going on was the Obamacare repeal meetings. Yeah. That started Monday <laughs> because Trump pushed for it to happen on Monday uh, yeah. for the Obamacare re repeal bill. Um, <laughs> meeting at the White House with quote unquote victims of the Obamacare <laughs> original. And vowing that Republicans' proposal will drive insurance costs, quote, down, down, down. More competition and less regulation will finally bring down the cost of care, he said. No. <laughs> um, Trump spoke at the top of the session with Americans from across the country, whom the White House had been affected negatively by the Affordable Care Act. They say, but how have they been affected negatively? I want to know what exactly that means. How have they been affected negatively? <laughs> They were denied, you know, in, it was different for everyone, but some of them had coverage I'm sure denied. Them, I'm sure most some of them, of them their, their premiums probably went up. Their premiums went up and were no longer affordable, or they were seeking long-term treatment for something, and they lost their job, so they lost their insurance. I mean, you know, stuff like that. Um, Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas warned the House Republicans in dire terms not to risk their political careers on something that's bound to fail. <laughs> he said, do not walk the plank and vote for a bill that cannot pass the Senate and then have to face the consequences of that vote. I'm afraid that if they vote for this bill, they're going to put the House majority at risk next year. Good. Um, do it. An unpopular element of the Ryan plan, that's another way to refer to this 
Trump Care, Republicare, Ryan Plan. I've seen a different name, a few different. Call it Trump Care because he doesn't want it called Trump Care. He took some, somebody advised him that it was a bad idea to call it Trump Care because this plan is so <coughs> mind-bogglingly bad. It's it's a bad plan. Um, employers could pose hefty penalties on employees who decline to participate in genetic testing as part of workplace wellness programs. Yeah. How would you feel if you went to work and, oh, all of a sudden, this job you've had for 29 years is going to ask you... They want to draw blood. They want to draw blood and get your genetics. they want to check your genetic makeup to make sure that, you know, well, your dad passed away at 50, let's make sure you're going to last past that. Is it congenital? You know, do they have the right to do that? No, they don't have the right to do that. Yeah. Um, but they say they will because it's like, well, it's an investment. You as an employee are an investment to this company. They still don't have the right to your genetic material. <laughs> um, and Kurt Bardella tweeted, this isn't a hashtag healthcare plan. It's a tax, a tax cut for the rich masquerading as a hashtag Obamacare repeal. All should oppose. Yes. Um, this was this is this is simply it's giving the wealthiest in our nation a tax break. Mm-hmm. Paul Ryan himself apparently has no idea how insurance works because he sat there and said, "Well, is it fair for you know strong, healthy people to pay so somebody who's sick can go to the hospital?" Yeah, that's the nature of insurance. You you all pay in and you use it when you need it. I I pay car insurance. I'm not. I don't surprised. get into an accident every fucking day. <laughs> right. I'm not surprised that he has no idea of how it works. So yeah, if you're young he and strong and healthy, very sure. Privileged. Among those hit the hardest under the current House bill are 60 year olds with annual income of 30,000 in rural areas, in nearly 1,500 counties nationwide. Such a person stand to lose more than 6,000 a year in federal insurance subsidies. 90% of those counties back to Trump. Exactly. During the election. These are also people who didn't think that the the Affordable Health Care Act is the same as Obamacare. That's true. There were two different There's things. a lot of misinformation, a lot of uneducation about it, a lot of, uh, I'm a Re- Republican and that's how I always vote, that's how I'm going to continue to vote. I'm not going to question this president. I thought this that, president would be for me. Right. That um, kind of thing. This is, well, the, the bill that was put forward by Paul Ryan was just stupid. It was stupid. Really, really stupid. And um, would leave massive amounts of people uninsured. Um, three million, is that what it Yeah. Said? I think it was three. I thought it was more like 14. Um, it, was, it was a very large Rachel, number. I should, I should have gotten this. Rachel Maddow tweeted the po- population that would be affected. Um, I'll pull that up. Go ahead. Okay. While you talk, I'll do um, that. Is the Affordable Health Care Act perfect? No, it's not perfect. Should it be fixed? Yes, it should be fixed. Should it be abolished? No. Unless you have something significantly better, why would you replace what we have? Make what we have better or replace it with something better. This was not better. It was far worse. It does nothing but line pockets of businesses and insurance companies and the rich and hurts people who actually need help um this is just decent humanity here i don't yeah i don't understand the hesitation of helping people who are sick get better um and you know you don't want reactionary health care you want preventative health care you don't want that person dying you know having to 
recover from a stroke. You want to prevent the stroke in the first place. And that for that, you need insurance. Yes. You can't consistently go to an emergency room every time you hurt something. You need to go to a doctor regularly and, you know, head it off at the pass. Yeah, and this isn't just just your physical doctor. I mean, your, your gynecologist because there's no more Planned Parenthood. Yeah, this would de- completely defund Planned, Parent- Planned-, yeah. Planned Parenthood. Get this your- would also defund some insurance plans that would offer abortion coverage so not only even if and you your don't breast use exams it, yeah. and your prostate exams yeah so even if you don't use it if your insurance offers abortion coverage they would deny you coverage they would say you can't have that coverage because somebody else might use it it's just no i have that tweet up by rachel maddow it's 24 million people would lose insurance 24 million. <laughs> that, you think your insurance your, your rates are going to go down after that? No, because those people who don't have insurance are suddenly going to be using the emergency room. Right. For their health care and they're not going to be able to pay the bill. And that's just going to trickle right on <laughs> some It's it's going to be rolled over it into every other insurance plan that is actually being paid for. This is you want people to have insurance. Yeah. We're the wealthiest country. Or if not, we're in the top. We, we, we used to be. I don't know if we are anymore. I, I don't know if we are anymore, but we're, we're in the top of the wealthier countries. We should not have homeless people. We should not have people without health care, especially working people. I know. I know. Um, it's, it's just... You shouldn't care more don't about... Don't vote your, for it. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't care more about your stockholder options and about the people who work for you and keeping them well. Yeah. I don't know what the latest is on this. I tried to be as, as up-to-date as possible when I made these notes. I don't think so, that this has actually come for a vote. I, I don't think it's going to go for a vote. The Ryan plan, Trump care, was just so... Even Republicans were, were running yeah. away from it. Yeah, even Republicans were, were going, no, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I think the only person who was who was pushing for this was, was Ryan. And, and Trump. And Trump, until somebody spoke to Trump, and then he's he started to back away from it as well. Oh, good. Well, speaking of Rachel Maddow, she tweeted that um, at 9 p.m. there's going to be breaking news. We have Trump's tax returns. And then a little bit later, she said, okay, what we have are his 2005 W-2 or 1040? I think it's the, it's just the two, 2005 tax returns. I'm still not seeing what they've released. Okay. We're going to check that periodically here as we cover a couple more topics and then get back to that. Yeah. We're recording this. Um, it's 9-11 p.m. on March 19th. March 14th, March 14th. Me. So, yeah. So this will be re- released. You know, he's, they're releasing his old tax returns on the Ides of March. <clears throat> Better watch yourself in the Senate there, honey. <laughs> um. uh, well, let's talk about the government agencies and departments that are in danger of being shut down. Many of these have already begun shutdown process. Yeah. Corporation for Public Broadcasting. We knew that Seven, one was going. 17 of these. Yeah. 17. 17, yeah. National Endowment of the Arts and National Endowment for the Humanities because who needs art when you can have oil? I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Minority Business Development Agency. The Economic Development Administration. 
International Trade Administration. Manufacturing Extension Partnership. Office of Community-Oriented Policing Services. Office of Violence Against Women. That one got me, man. That one got me. And, that one got me. Um, and then you had that asshole in Texas at his town hall, I don't know if you read about this, saying that domestic abuse should be handled by the states. It should not be, there should not be a federal law protecting women in their home. I, I read somebody, in, somebody not holding an office, um, probably somebody out of the basement of his parents' home, respond to that with, um, well, if women would just get up and make their husbands sandwiches when they want them, their husbands would stop killing them. Yeah. Um, but this, you, this representative wanted to push this down to the states so you could have states that don't cover any sort of domestic abuse. And he, he was actually booed at his town hall meeting and he <laughs> was telling his, his, his constituents to shut up. That's um, a well-adjusted human. Yeah, exactly. So, no, there should be a federal law. There should be a federal law that you can't beat the shit out of your wife. And I don't care if you're in Texas or Do New Hampshire or fucking North Dakota. There should be a law. But, no, we don't need a, a, a uh, office for violence against women, apparently. No. Legal Services Corp Corporation. Yeah, Legal Services, because that's the people who helps help those who can't afford a fucking lawyer. Right. These are your pro bono... <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, if you're not wealthy, justice is bought. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're probably going to have to spend time in prison, even if you didn't do it, because you could not afford a lawyer. Civil Rights Division of the Justice Department. Who needs civil rights? <laughs> <laughs> Environment and Natural Resources Division of the Justice Department. Well, we know that we don't need any renewable energy resources Shit, no of course not and the uh, the weather <clears throat> chinese hoax oh it's totally fine overseas private investment corporation yeah they don't want you to, to know what their overseas private investments are now so they'll just close that down mm -hmm. un intergovernmental panel on climate change because climate change again. is a hoax again climate change is a hoax <clears throat> Office of Electricity Deliverability and Energy Reliability. Because if you're rural, you don't need electricity. Build a fire. <laughs> you don't need to cook your food. No. Build a fire. You don't need to refrigerate your uh, the, the meat. Well, from, if you're poor, your what are you doing with a refrigerator anyway? <laughs> um, these are fun to make fun of. <laughs> Office of Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy. Because we don't need that, good lord. <laughs> and the Office of Fossil Energy. <coughs> um, yeah, these are all apparently departments we don't need. And it, this is going to make the next president work so hard yeah, to get this shit back, back in place. In place. And of course, their, their whole excuse for this is smaller government, smaller government, smaller government. Um, all this does is, it's not smaller government, it's just bigger profits for corporations. Um, there's a reason why we're the United States of America and we have a federal government, and that's because we should be watching out for all of the people in our country. You can't do that with a skeleton crew. So. Yeah. 
So well, moving on to the next topic. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, next topic. Um, the CIA and WikiLeaks. Uh, on March 7th, WikiLeaks had documents posted detailing the playbook for cracking digital communications. Basically, um, that they were mon that they can that the CIA can monitor your phones or your Echo Dot or, or you know stuff like that, your GPS stuff like that in your house. Um, WikiLeaks say. claims to have portions of the CIA <coughs> hacking arsenal in a series called Vault Seven, though the first information dump didn't obtain any of the code used to actually crack modern smartphones and internet connected devices. The Vault 7 dump also showed how strong modern encryption and privacy measures are, while Snowden revealed that telcos handed over data about customers to the NSA in bulk. There's no sign at the Vault 7 documents that the CIA can hack into encrypted messages apps like WhatsApp or Signal and use that to carry out mass surveillance. To see what's on your phone, the agency has to have access to your phone device itself. Um, the Vault 7 leak was surprisingly not met with a public outrage <laughs> um, because, I mean, for my case, it's because I kind of already assumed the government could listen to anything that they wanted to. I think they can dial into our Xbox if they wanted to. I think they could uh, listen to my daughter sing show tunes with with her Echo Dot. <laughs> with Alexa if she wants to. I, I will mean, have to say Amazon handled that nicely if you ask Alexa if they're... <clears throat> CIA is listening. She'll shut down. She'll shut down. But um, yeah, there is there, there is this notion that the the government is listening and recording everything you say and do. Um, we do that ourselves, kind of. Yeah, um, we put everything that we're doing. We check into places. Yeah, on on our Twitter and our Facebook. And our Facebook, we, we write. We, we show people what we had for dinner. Yep. <laughs> we show what movies we're attending and what plays we're attending. Yeah. Um, it's social media. And I don't think if the government is recording this shit, there must be a, this huge warehouse of recording somewhere. They're not listening to them, I don't think. I don't think there's enough people in the government to actually listen to all the shit we put out. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously there's not. don't. There's not. Now, I mean, I am on my phone all All the day. time. Now, what, who is monitoring what we're go where we're going and what we're doing are companies. Because I thought you were going to say aliens. Oh, no. <laughs> Them too. But inevitably, if I go to a, a, web, a website for a certain yeah. product, I suddenly get ads for every other product, you know, company that does that product. Yeah, if I look for yoga pants, yeah, suddenly, then I log into Facebook and my suggested pages are... are yoga pants. Yoga. This company. Yoga. World are, yeah. and Yoga Nation and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Check in on a movie, and suddenly, oh, if you like that movie, you'll like this movie. Right, right. So, and it's available on Amazon and HBO exactly. and Hulu. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you watched Feud with Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. <laughs> you might like Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, whereas I don't think the government is really listening to everything we say and do, I think there are certain segments of the population that they probably keep a closer eye on. Um, I think they search for buzzwords. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think there's enough people in the government to, to care about every little thing. But yeah, corporations, they'll keep an eye on what you're doing because they want to sell you shit. 
We're checking. I, I think she's I'm gonna, still leaning I'm going to let CJ um, check about the, the tax returns. Um, the last topic that we have is racism within the GOP. <laughs> we're going to end this on a good note. Yeah, we're going to end this on a good uh, note. <clears throat> she's still Rip- holding out. She's, there's a lead up. So. Okay. Come on, Rachel. Do you want to go into this one? Yeah. So Republican or Representative Steve King, who's GOP from Iowa, tweeted a clearly racist tweet that agreed with far right Dutch politician Gert Wilders, um, where he stated, we can't restore our civilization with somebody else's babies. Um, Gert Wilder is very (laughs) anti-immigration, as is Representative King. Um, And he, he said, we just we can't restore our civilization apparently our civilization fell at some point i don't know when that happened but um yeah we can't do it on with their babies oh is this why is this why i was seeing hashtag white genocide yes over oh my gosh yes okay um he tweeted this on march 12th (laughs) appalling yes um since trump has been elected king has become increasingly vocal with his his commentary on race he he basically doesn't hide it anymore Well, he's in office now. Why bother? Yeah, he doesn't have to. Uh, During the Republican National Convention, he he asked whether any other group had contributed more to civilization than white people. Um, I don't know. Well, when you don't allow other people to contribute (laughs) to civilization. Uh, Um, Our number system is Arabic. (laughs) Our, Our letters come from other civilizations. Our language is from Latin. Yeah. Um, the days of our week come from several different civilizations. <laughs> Not all of them were white. <laughs> it's just oh, oh, the wow. idea uh, that nobody else has contributed to civilization. Well, is he ever going to be up for re-election? When, um, not in 2018. Time? I believe that he was just re-elected. Thanks, Iowa. Um <laughs> Way to one-up Florida, guys. (laughs) So on Monday, uh, King doubled down on his point, suggesting that the U.S. is prosperous because its economy was created by Western civilization, which is descended generally from Western Europe, and the majority of the people who established the foundation of Western civilization were white. And they established that on the backs of every other color person on the world. So, um, yeah, we only got where we were because we stood on other people. And he also predicted a race war between blacks and Hispanics. I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> We're know. more likely to have a race war between black and white or white and Hispanic, but I, not black and Hispanic. I don't think we're going to have a race war. I think it's 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 class. It's class war. It is going to be class war, really. Um, that 1% is holding so many, so much of the purse strings the poor are going to get really pissed about it. Um, many GOP members have distanced themselves from King's words and have, and a few have repudiated him. Uh, the harshest criticism from the white house came from press secretary, Sean Spicer, who told reporters, the president believes that this is not a point of view that he shares. Oh, Yay. well, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, really, shut that down. Spicer. Yeah, really come down hard oh on that goodness. racist asshole. Um, Whoa. Harsh words. Harsh, harsh. So, <clears throat> and that that is our Scully's show. Is episode six of Out of Our Skull? Comments, questions, uh, topics you want to discuss? Mm-hmm. Tweet us at our skulls. 
Um, or is it our skull? It's our skull. Our skull. Okay. Our skull. Tweet us there or uh, on the SoundCloud. You can put your comments there. Um, most of us come from Twitter and from Facebook. We will probably discuss the Trump tax returns on the next episode. Yeah. As we're still waiting for information to come in. Yes. Um, and then, man, it was difficult to come up with the topics for this episode. Not that we had a hard time finding, finding them. Ones. It was Just narrowing them down. Narrowing them down. It, we could do this podcast I, every day. I, we could, actually. And I chose the, the racism one because I did want to talk about it. But there were so many other little things that I almost did like a one shot list of one shots just you know yeah, not going maybe into we'll do detail that next time. just this happened and this happened and this asshole said this <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to comment about it just put it out there just yo know, at least i got that jerk from texas words in that you know beating your wife should be a state issue not a federal issue fuck you dude well if we need to just put a, put a power list out next time we will we will okay um, and with that yes good night we will uh catch you again on april 1st no fooling. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye.